Hello, beautiful people all over the world. This is Christian Shaba, your host of Healthy, Wealthy, and Happy. Let's dive in. Hello, everyone. This is Christian with another informational podcast, and I'm excited to dive in today's topic about family, because in my opinion, throughout life, most of your headache and your stress is going to come from probably the person you're sleeping with, you know, via your boyfriend, girlfriend, spouse, right, right, your wife, husband, or your family. So, I did make a podcast on relationships, so if you haven't listened to that, like it, subscribe it, you know, go check that one out, pause this one, start that one, come back to this one, right? But yeah, let's go ahead and dive in about family, okay? So when it comes to building a relationship with your family, let's say, you know, you weren't close to them or you only grew up with one parent, that's a whole nother story. I'll get into that later. Right now, I'm talking about people who are currently with their family or they have relationships they either work with their family or they live with their family or their family's always around and how to basically live your life but include your family in because everyone knows you know you can have friends you can have that significant other right but there's nothing like family your brothers your sisters your parents your cousins your nephews your nieces yeah your, your your aunties your aunts all right your your, your uncles all right all the different names for them. So when it when it comes to these people, I noticed like there's just really like no place to like, you know, there's not like a, at school they teach you how to get along with family, even though you live with them most of the time, right? Or you're going to have, you're going to spend a lot of your time on earth with family, but there's not like information on how to like, you know, handle it. So like I said, I'm doing these podcasts like, man, what could I leave to my son if I was to, you know, to leave something to my son, I would definitely tell him, like, hey, here's how to handle your wife, your family, you know, here's how to handle grandpa and grandma and all this stuff, right? So, first thing we're going to talk about are parents, you know, mom and dad, because, you know, that's where we came from. And one important thing to realize about parents is that you got to understand parents are coming from a protective mindset, right? So... When you go and tell your parents about a person you love, about a business plan you're trying to do, about, oh, you're trying to move to another state, they're coming from, hey, this is my offspring, this is my child, how do I help them, how do I protect them, how do I keep them safe, which is great, but if you're looking to win and you're looking to achieve progress, that mindset may not always happen. Like may not always be good, right? May not always be what you need, all right? For example, do you want your surgeon, your, you know, that person's going to do surgery on you, your mechanic, you know what I'm saying, your teammate, do you want him to always think and do things in order to protect you or to win? You see what I'm saying? Like, that's how, like, parents come from. So when you tell them like oh i mean I, I like this person i like well make sure they don't cheat on you yo how do you know he's a good person you know what grades or you know what degree does he have or all this other stuff like what do you know about their parents like well yeah don't rush into it it's like whoa 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 like i didn't ask you for all that i just told you i'm in love right now you know what i'm saying and so what i tell people for parents out there and people listening it's okay to warn your children. It's okay to be like, hey, 
Um, you know what I'm saying? Like, you may want to watch out for this. And this is an interesting topic because I will disclaimer, I don't have kids, right? So everybody tells me, well, Christian, when you had kids, it would be different, right? I, I got you. I got you. And when I have kids, I can't wait because my kids are going to be phenomenal. Okay. But, uh, yeah, back to the kids and parent thing, right? And, guys, if I'm wrong, be like, hey, Christian, comment and be like, Christian, you, you, what you said about parents is stupid. I don't like it. I don't agree with it. You know, we can debate. We can go back and forth. I got no problem with that. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, back to the parent thing, right? So, parents have this outlook of, like, protection, all right, which is, like I said, that is fine, great. It's dandy. It's phenomenal. But when it comes out to dating starting a business like yeah i don't know if you want to be those would be the first people want to share well yeah and that's what i was saying like you got to give both sides so for parents out there and even children out there and everybody in between right understand that hey if you're gonna warn somebody about how something can go bad also tell them about how it can go good right how can it can have a positive outcome all right like that's like one of my biggest pet peeves is like Oh, yeah, yeah, stocks are horrible. It's like, mm, yeah, okay, I can see that. But there's also, there's good sides of investing in stocks. You see what I'm saying? Like, oh, doing, the, all guys are evil. Yeah, I see what you're saying, but there are good guys out there, and you can find them. You see what I'm saying? Like, make sure parents, you know, this. Is, even though I'm not a parent, I can speak on this because this is like a universal truth. When you tell somebody something Tell them the positive and the negative, the p -p pros and the cons, right? Pros and cons. Don't just give people the cons. And I'm saying this because a lot of time parents give their children the cons of life, the cons of dating, the cons of starting a business, the cons of, of going to college, the cons of moving to another state, the cons of like having bad friends. Yeah, but give the the, the, the positive aspects of these things so that the child ha it, it has a, you know, has a, a complete story. You know what I'm saying? You got the good, the bad, and the ugly. Not just the bad and the ugly. Tell him the good, too, so he's not negative, scared about life, and every person he meets, he's terrified, right? So that's something that I urge people, please warn your kids. Like, right now, currently, you know, in the time of this recording, um, there's a they're doing a series on uh, surviving R. Kelly. Now I'm not I'm not gonna comment too much on it because I don't watch that garbage. I don't you know I don't invest an hour or two of my time to watch weird people. Like you know what I'm saying like I that's just not for me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. But when it when I was when I was thinking about the whole situation, I'm like, but some of these parents like knew that they're underage. You know under the age of 18 daughter was like hanging out and you know like spending time with r kelly and some of them were spending you know years or months with them so uh for me like if i have a daughter uh she ain't hanging out with no guy that i don't know and especially he ain't gonna be over 18 and he especially they're not going to move with them. They're not going on trips like I'm not. Like, you know, what I'm saying like parents, you got to be smarter than that. Like, you know, what I'm saying and there's no amount of money you can give me to have my daughter. Like, you know, what I'm saying you could take your hundred billion and burn it because I don't want it. You ain't buying out. You ain't buying me out. You ain't buying my kids out. None of that. That's just me. But that's something I was thinking about. Like, man, like 
Also, where were the parents? You know what I'm saying? Like Eminem said, where were the parents when? You know what I'm saying? Like, for real, that's a great question. Where were the parents? All right? So, so it's easy to point your fingers at R. Kelly, but, you know, we also got to point the finger at the parents. Right, right, right. So, yeah, I just want to point that out there, make that point, because I just had to. All right? So, also, when it comes to parents, this is my belief. I believe that you need a male... And female figure. All right. Now, this is from my male point of view. Okay. This is my disclaimer. Here's why. Um, and most males and fathers can probably agree. Right. When I was a child, I, you know, I was mostly brought up, you know, child, I mean, like under 16. Right. I'll just for that. For this reason, I'll say someone like under 16. Right. Like a very young child. Someone 8, 9, 10, 12. Right. Um. Like, I had fear of my mom. Like, I grew up with both parents, by the way. So, I had fear of my mom. I didn't see my dad much. But when I did see him, it's like, if he got involved, I was scared, right? Because, you, know, you know, Pops didn't play, right? He'd come through with the switch. You know what I'm saying? Whatever he can find, he'd give you that look, and then you just start shaking. Now, there comes a point. Like, I remember one time, a little side note, uh, I went to school, the school near uh, called Flicks near Renaissance, right? in Detroit and uh I was mouthing off to one of my teachers I just always had a bad mouth you know what I'm saying like I've always as you can tell so I started a podcast I'm always you know saying stuff I shouldn't say or just you know what I'm saying I was just a bad kid with my mouth right I was the teacher's advocate you know right so basically the teacher got mad at me and you know it's not too smart when your dad's a teacher and works in the same building right like I wasn't that smart at 12 but I was talking back and uh Basically, he's like, oh, we're going up to your dad's office, blase, blase. And um, I remember, what, you know, my dad, I remember they talked. My dad was kind of pissed. He didn't say nothing to me, like, the whole day, right? He just gave me that look. We drove home. I got out of school. We drove home. Nothing. Didn't say much at home, right? He just asked me what happened. And then, you know, everything was fine. I went to bed. I thought everything was good. Okay, morning come, go to school, get ready. Like, I'm getting ready to go to school. I'm in the car. I'm driving. I'll never forget. I'm on 8 Mile. I'm making a U-turn on, like, 8 and Kelly. You know, for those people from Michigan, Detroit, know I'm talking about or who've ever heard of Eminem's movie, 8 Mile. Yeah, yeah I was on that 8 Mile, right, headed to, headed to school, right? And on a sudden, <laughs> like, my dad's hand goes from where it was on his lap or on the steering wheel across my face backhand style and i i'm telling you i did not see it coming you know how it is when you go to school you kind of you know seven in the morning you're kind of there you're kind of not you're in and out of reality man i woke up so quick. i'm like oh so he popped me right in the mouth like poop i'm like oh snap and then like you know you ever been hit so hard like you almost pee your pants like it was one of those moments and he was like, you thought you were going to humiliate me like that and get away with it and this and this and that. And, like, man, I was scared of my dad. You know what I'm saying? Uh, fast forward a couple years later, like, what I'm trying to say is, like, dude, it gets to a point where uh, a child like me, I, I've always played sports. You know what I'm saying? I got a little taller. I was working out a little bit. And I, and I got to the point, like, like, bro, I ain't scared of you. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it's just crazy. You know, I shouldn't have did it. But, like, I, it like there's something in me. Like, I ain't scared of you. You see what I'm saying? Like, but it first happened with my mom because I got taller and I got stronger than my mom way quicker, right? So, like, 
just like whatever the animal monkey brain part of me is like well you're stronger than your mom you, you know you know what i'm saying like you're taller than her like you know, who cares what she says you can do whatever you want blase blase you can leave the house right and you know that's my monkey brain talking instead of my logical you know moral brain talking and i remember like oh shoot like i didn't even realize at that time like i thought like that and I can see at that point I needed basically what I'm trying to say is like at that point, there comes a point when you're raising a man or a boy, right, that they stop respecting and looking up and fearing their mom, right? And they're eventually going to stop fearing and looking up to their dad. But once they get 14, 15, 16, 17, it's crucial to have that male figure there because that's what's going to keep that boy disciplined in his high school years okay and those years are very important that's when you pick like if you're gonna be a drug addict that's when you pick the sports your career you see what i'm saying like your high school years are important and you need a father figure in my personal opinion um for especially for males growing up to kind of be their form because like males like there's certain things we're gonna talk to our mom about and not our dad see what i'm saying like there's certain like when i have girl problems you know what I'm saying? I go to my mom usually. When I want to complain about them, I go to my dad. But if I want to fix them, I go to my mom, right? You know what I'm saying? So, like, you know what I'm saying? When I have problems in, like, business and life, I kind of talk to my dad about it. Not that I couldn't talk to my mom, but I kind of talk to my dad about it. You see what I'm saying? When I have problem with bills or, you know, like, you know, my identity as a male or, a, 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 you know, an African male in America, like, I talk to my dad about it because we're both males. And so, like, I feel like he understands me more in certain points. And then cer other certain things I talk to my mom about, like, sensitive things. I talk to my mom about, like, I've noticed, like, when I'm very, very heartbroken or, you know, when I'm having a victim mindset, crybaby, pissy fit, right? I know I noticed that I talk to my mommy. You know what I'm saying? I talk to my mom. And so I, I learned that, man, like, a child needs kind of, like, that mom or dad in their life to kind of like bounce back different topics, ideas, and to also have that fear structure. You know what I'm saying? Because now that I'm older and I look at like my nephews and nieces and their friends and I look at kids and I'm starting to like pay attention to details, I start to notice that the kids who are raised by single moms, they're, they're, they're kind of like on average, not all the time, it's, it's not an exact correlation, but like on average, like those kids are kind of worse than the ones that are raised with the mom or dad because like, like, you know, they're the only kids, so when they're selling weed and stuff, mom didn't really know, didn't really care, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, we all hung out at that person's house because the dad was never there, mom was always working, or the mom didn't care, and, you know, or is that, that super cool mom that likes all the kids to come over and lets us all play video games and smoke weed in the basement, you see what I'm saying? Like, there were those type of moms. I'm not saying that I did any of those things, you know what I'm saying? I'm just, you know, I'm putting it out there like how it is sometimes in this world, you know what I'm saying? You hang out with, you know, you start to see like, man, man your mom don't care, you know what I'm saying? But, like, I know that some houses, like, when the dad come through, it's over. Like, we got to go home. Pops is home from work. Get out of my house, you know what I'm saying? Like, a whole nother vibe. Like, I remember I was hanging out with friends where, like, it was just the mom. Like, we stayed there all night. We could spend the night. Didn't say nothing. Right. So I understand these are my particular situations, what I've lived through, which may not be the same reality as everyone else. But I feel that what I'm saying, most people probably can be like, yeah, I see where you I see where you're coming from. Right. So that's something when it comes to parenting and and how to deal with family, 
which is what this podcast is about, like, we got to understand that, like, off rip, like, to start off, you need a mom and a dad. Like, yes, I understand with technology and embryos and scientists, you can figure out a way for a homosexuality couple to, couple to, to get a kid and they can do adoptions. Yeah, you can do that. But key key thing about all that, which I'm not trying to push shade on anybody, but it, that that ha- that's happening because of technology, because of you know science that you know we evolved, and we know how to you know pull embryos out, take sperm cells, mix them up, make some concoct. You know what I'm saying? We know how to do, but it's not natural selection. You see what I'm saying? Like we were just in the woods, in the woods, like how we used to be, running around naked with, with, with palm trees around our waist. Uh, the only way you was having to kill was a male and female, and everyone knew, like, the mom and the dad were taking care of the kid. Like, you know what I'm saying? So there wasn't no, you know, in 1100 B.C., there wasn't these adoption centers where two females walked in and then they had a kid. You know what I'm saying? So I don't even know why I have to explain all this. You know, science is science. You know what I'm saying? You need a mom and a dad, okay? Even even in the wild, okay? There's a mom and a dad. And then there's a mama mama line, daddy line, okay? I haven't, maybe, let me know, guys, if you've seen two girls or two two males, two human males, two uh, human females, right, or two female cows, two female horses, if any of you out there have figured out a way or have proof that two of the same sex species, right, mated and created a new offspring, let me know. Because currently I don't know of any. And I think we should just, you know, maybe follow science and nature and the way things are and pretty much trust that it's important to have a mother and a father. But I'm just putting that out there because I'm... Right now, the crazy stuff I'm hearing is this world we live in, I'm shocked, dude. Within 10 years, the world has completely lost their minds, in my opinion. But uh, <laughs> to keep going, we're going to the next point. But I think I stressed that parent thing enough, right? So that's something that you got to look at as parents. Make sure, one, you tell your kids the, the good, the bad, and the ugly of life, okay? You know what I'm saying? Like, I was talking to a friend today, like, dude... It's so important for for guys, and you know what I'm saying. That's exactly a guy or or the the wife or the mother in the situation to explain to their daughter, like, hey, not every guy who says he loves you loves you. Not every guy who sweet talk sweet talks you and you know buys you a juice box, you know what I'm saying, or takes you to a dance loves you and has the best intent for you, right? Same thing for guys. Not every girl loves you, okay. She may be talking to your best friend. She may be talking to your uncle, your brother. You see what I'm saying? Like, people need to know, like, hey, not everybody is truthful. You can't trust everybody. But at the same time, if you're going to tell your kids a negative, what I was trying to say is tell them the positive. Like, yeah, there are some people who are telling the truth. There are some people you can trust, but there are people you can't trust. So it's just very important to give them both sides of the story, not just one. Not just the positive, not just the negative, the both, right? The good, the bad, and the ugly, right? So... I made that pretty clear, all right? So back, another thing I had to learn about life, and this is not just with family, but there are people who are givers and takers. There's a great book on that called Give and Take. I definitely recommend reading that. Um, Actually, let me figure out who's the author of Give and Take. Author of Give and Take. 
Adam Grant wrote Give and Take. All right. Yep, Adam Grant. So definitely check that book out. It's very good. Talks about giving and takers, right? So um, you got to understand that in life, you got to like, this is what I do. This is just what I do. You can do it or not, but you got to be like, hmm, is my mom or dad a taker, right? Is my brother or sister a taker or giver, right? Because you, you'll, takers and givers act differently. So let me give you like a quick explanation. Like a taker is somebody like, here's how you know you're around a taker or the person is a taker, okay? Um, when you want to choose the place to eat, it's always the place they want to go. They don't ask you where you want to go. And even if they did ask you, they still always trying to persuade you and pursue you to do what they want, right? And then when it comes to paying, they want you to pay. Or they want you to drive. They want you to tip. Oh, I'll pay you back. But, you know, these are takers, right? Or when you're on your way there, I'm just giving you examples of how takers operate. When it's come to playing music, they always play their music. Like, and I'm not talking about, this is not something you discover one time hanging out with somebody. This is something you take notes after a couple of weeks, months, years. You know, you start to get a feel and start to realize, okay, this is the type of person I'm dealing with, right? So that's something you got to do. Be like, okay, you know what I'm saying? Like, does this ever person, does this person ever give me a chance to speak? Do they ever give me a chance to voice my opinion? Do they ever ask me what I want, where I want to eat, what I would like? And if they don't do that and it's always about them and when they talk, they're always about this is how it made me feel and they're always talking about me, myself, and I, ladies and gentlemen, you are dealing with a taker, okay? And the reason why you need to understand this is because once you understand they're a taker, you'll, you'll have more empathy of for how they act, okay? All right, so example of a giver is like someone who's like, they always let you speak first, like... They want you to go. They want you to pick the place. Like, they're willing to do most of the work and you do less. Like, they're willing to, you know what I'm saying? They're always willing to, like, you just know naturally you're they're a giver. Like, y'all oh, give you a ride home. They'll borrow you money. You know what I'm saying? They'll borrow you their time. They're, they're that one person you can count on to help you move. A taker is going to be like, yeah, oh, man, I'm about to miss work. Like, could you throw me a couple bucks? Like, they're, they're takers will be like, I'm busy. I can't help you. You see what I'm saying? Like, takers operate differently from givers. So when it comes to this, you got to look at the people in your life. Your mom, your dad, your brother, your sister, your uncle, your niece, right? And be like, are they givers or takers? So if you're having problems with them, most likely you're having problems because they're an extensive taker. You see what I'm saying? Or they're an extensive um, giver, right? So they're too, they're too much on one side or the other, right? So, like, the reason why I say giver could be, like, if you give too much could be a bad thing is because there are some people, it's sad, dude. There's some people, like, moms that I know who are such givers, right? And it's just, they get ran over. Like, like they're, like, I, I remember growing up, like, there were kids that I knew, like, their moms, right? And their moms were so much a giver. Like, they would, <laughs> like, these other kids would be able to borrow money from this person's mom. You know what I'm saying? Or, like, their mom would let the their friend live with them. Like, their mom would just do whatever. Like, their mom would bail them out of jail. Like, and that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like sometimes you have problem with people who are way too big of givers, right? It's not the worst thing compared to a taker, in my opinion, right? The takers are the you know, 
you you know you got to take her when you when you go to your friend's house and the mom's like, yeah, I need you to help me move everything from the garage for free and I'll give you guys a lollipop or a sticker. You know what I'm saying? Like every time you come over, you know one of the parents trying to get you to do something, trying to, hey, go to the store for me, give me a cigarette, blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? You'll soon start to tell the difference between a giver and taker. So understand that, all right? And so when you look at your mom and dad and you see why they're fighting or they're divorced, you got to be like, oh, I get it. My mom was a giver. My dad was a taker. That's why they're fighting. You see what I'm saying? Or like, oh, both my parents are takers. That's why they never get along. So you will have more empathy. So that's why I just want to give you that tool in your head to be like, who's a giver and a taker? Also, this will help you identify who you want to get cool with and who you want to deal with, which leads to my next point. Just because they're family don't mean you always have to be cool with them and deal with them, okay? You don't pick your family. You know what I'm saying? But I, I, I don't believe that just because I didn't pick you to be in my life that, like, I have to stick with you. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're in my family and you abuse me and you're pissing on me and calling it rain, I'm not dealing with you, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'll say hi and bye. I'll still get you cr gifts for Christmas, but that's it. Like, we ain't cool. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not a... Like, we're, 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 you know, that our relationship is not about to go that deep. And that's what people need to learn, okay? Even with your parents and people you have beef with in your family, you don't need to be kumbaya, holding hands, singing and dancing with every single person with your family. There can be some you don't like and don't have to deal with. See what I'm saying? Now, I believe you should be respectful and always be nice to each person in your family. But if it kills you every Christmas and every Thanksgiving and every time you see your mom or your dad or your uncle or your sister, you know what I'm saying? And every time they're robbing you, talking smack about you, judging you, you know what I'm saying? Poking jokes at you, bringing up negative things in your life. Don't deal with them. Don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you hate going to your Uncle Susan, you know, Uncle Susan, if you hate going to your Uncle Jack's house or your Aunt Susan's house, then don't go or only go for a half hour and then be like, hey, I got to go. You know, pay your respects, but hey, don't suffer through it and fight with them every year. You know what I'm saying? Like someone's got to grow up and be like, hey, we don't mix. I don't like you. You don't like me. We had we figured that out because for the last 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years, we've been butting heads. So let's do ourselves a favor. Say hi and bye. Smile and at each other and not really, you know, go into too in depth, right? All right, all right. You see what I'm saying? So another thing is with family, guess what? If you are going through problems with your family, you can move. You can leave. Okay. If you live with your parents and it's killing you, move out. Okay. If you if you if you're sick of your mom and dad or your uncles and change the move. Don't allow them to just walk in your house. Like, you see what I'm saying? Like, you are in control. Don't let family be this area where you get ran over. Oh, it's my family. So I had to, you know, I had to do it for free for them. I had to, I had to help them. I had to sacrifice my family or my goals or I had to sacrifice what I wanted because it was my mom or my dad. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to understand, like, everybody's got their life. If certain people in your family and life chose to to drink and smoke and party and, and not prioritize, you know, what's important in life and and, 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 and want to, you know, sleep around and have kids everywhere. It ain't your responsibility to take care of all these kids, all your nephews and nieces and all their exes. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
it's not your 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 it's not your responsibility to to help your little sister or older sister's boyfriend get a job you know what i'm saying like people are getting so stressed out about like bro that you're getting stressed about something you chose to do like if you choose to help somebody help them you know what i'm saying like if you choose to take care of your sister's 18 kids like take care of them like but don't 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 take care of them and complain about it like you you gotta pick like you did it like it's your choice like if you're fighting with your mom, you are choosing to fight with your mom. Your mom does not go into your throat and make you talk back to her. Like, your mom does not make you engage with her. Like, you are choosing to engage and have these conversations. You are choosing to justify your actions. You are choosing to ask your parents for advice. You are choosing to be like, hey, mom and dad, should I marry this person? Like, these are your choices, right? You should understand, like, hey, you can do all those things, but understand, like, that's my mom and dad. That's their opinion. It doesn't have to be. It's not exactly truth. That's another thing. And I know I'm going to get in trouble and parents are going to email me. I don't like you telling. I don't want my kids in your podcast because you're telling them to be disrespectful. No, I'm not telling them to do all that. I'm just telling them, hey, everything your parents say ain't gold. Newsflash. Hello. You see what I'm saying? Like, I had to realize that. Like, everything my mom and dad told me as I grew up. I end up learning it wasn't all true. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not mad. It's not like they lied to you. Not like they meant to lie to you or meant to mislead you. You know what I'm saying? But, like, don't get mad. That's another thing. We'll get into that later. Like, don't get mad at them, right? Because they didn't mean to lie to you. So, like, when your parents tell you to go to school, go to college, you know, get a good job, like, they, they gave you some dumb advice. I ain't going to lie. But don't be mad at them. Okay, and they're only telling you what society told them to do. They're only telling you what their parents told them to do. They're only telling you what they know. Okay, so your parents are telling you what they think is best according to their knowledge and their information. Now, my problem with parents who are always trying to give advice, or family members, uncles, aunties, or whoever trying to give advice, may. My problem with it is, where did you get your advice? How much information do you have? And are you always getting more information? Like, I don't like taking advice from people who are dumber than me, period. Like, if I read more than you, if I have a higher education level than you, if I had done more than you and started more businesses than you, if I invested more and tried more, had more mentors, I'm not listening to someone who works at Kmart and or flips burgers because you're my family because you're my parent you see what i'm saying like kids out there like I, a lot of time when i started making my, like my videos of like how i got started in real estate at 19 these kids will be coming to me and be like yeah dude i'm 18 17 19 i want to get started in real estate but my parents keep telling me to go to college da, da 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 i'm like yeah yeah i hear you bro my parents told me to go to college too and i told my dad who's a professor i'm not going because i went when i was in high school i'm like this is a joke i'm trying to make money i'm trying to survive i don't i don't got time to be learning about pyramids and and all GI and all the writing papers. Like for me, I'm very practical. If I don't see the use in it, I'm not doing it. I don't know if it's a curse or blessing, but so far I ain't suffering that bad in my life. You know what I'm saying? But you see what I'm saying? That's how I looked at it. But no, I'm serious. Like really got, understand, like you don't have to be like your parents. Like I look back at some people and I ask them like, why'd you get in this career? Like, why are you doing this? And this and that. And I end up realizing like a lot of it, oh, my parents, told me it was a good idea to become an engineer or my dad was a doctor so i want to become a doctor like do not live your life trying to be a carbon copy of your parents you see what i'm saying like to evolve and get better you have to be better than your parents 
You gotta you gotta progress. Like you should be better than your parents. Point blank. Period. Okay. If my dad, you know what I'm saying. Think about it. Like the next generation should be better than the one before, not exactly the same. And if you want to be different from the previous generation, you one need to think different, and then two act and take different actions than the previous generations. Okay. So if you're living your life and you're doing what, if you're doing what your dad told you to do, and your dad's doing what his dad told him to do, we just gotta. You know, we got poop rolling down the hill. We got dad told me this, so I'm doing this. And then you just got three, four, five generations of carbon copies. For what? Someone needs to be like, you know what, dad? I'm not going to be an alcoholic in my family. I'm not going to beat my wife. I'm I'm done with that. We ain't doing that in our family. You know what I'm saying? Like, someone's got to be like, you know what? Everybody in my family, everybody in our family, is ne none of us have made six figures, but I'm going to make six figures. You see what I'm saying? Oh yeah, everybody you know, everybody in my family are all overweight, but I'm gonna be the only person in my family who's gonna be in shape and look like the rock. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, like don't use it don't try to conform to your family. And I'm talking those iconic outliers out there. Do not try to be like everyone in your family. Oh, everybody in my family's engineers, they're doctors, they're in the health. Don't try to be like everybody in your family. Be you. I tell my parents and I tell everybody in my family every Christmas Thanksgiving, I'm not like none of you guys. I don't want to be like you. I, I'm me. I'm I'm Christian shopping. You know what I'm saying? And it's no disrespect. Like, you do you. I don't want you guys to be like me. I don't want my son to be just like me. I want him to be different. I want him to be himself. I want him to be his true, authentic, full, expressed self. And I'm going to inspire him to be his full self. Okay, I'm gonna give him options in life. Like, hey, you can do what I did, or you can do another way. And I'm gonna advise him and be like, yeah, you don't have to do my way, son. But if you're not gonna do my way, what's your way? And it better be better than my way. And if your way ain't better than my way, then I would suggest you may consider my way. But I'll never force my son and be like, you is going to med school, buddy. I don't care about that like no if ands or but you is going you know i'm never gonna do that you know what i'm saying so i was like i like for example like this affected me because i've dated i'm not gonna go into detail because she may stalk me and try to listen to this but i've dated some chicks where like um one in particular like her father um i'm not even gonna say exactly what it was because she would know every and people would know exactly what i'm talking about but her father was let's Let's just say for this example was a um, a developer, real estate developer. And I noticed that in their culture, like all their kids, like they were all going to do the same thing. For example, for the story, a real estate developer. Right. And I'm like, yeah, I guess. I mean, you guys can all do what Pops is doing, but like. I doubt that all four or five of you or, or two of you, you know, actually want to do exactly what your dad did you know and some of them may want to there are kids out there like they really want to be like their dad you know what I'm saying, or their mom like they really you know what i'm saying like that's their life goal if that's you knock yourself out do it be just like your dad your mom rock it but there are some people who don't 
And all I'm saying is if you're going through med school just because your dad was going to med school and you're depressed and you hate your life, wake up and smell the coffee, bro, because it's your life, not your dad's life. Like, that's another thing about this whole family and parenting and all that business, that craziness. You, all Your family and your parents can give you all the advice, but at the end of the day, guess who lives with your decisions? You, dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, you see, like, you, like. Going to college, like, guess who's who's signing for the loan? You. Guess who has to go to class? You. Guess who has to pass the test? You. Guess who has to get into that career when you graduate? You. So if you're basing all your decisions because someone else told you, like, they ain't living with it. They ain't living with it. You see what I'm saying? They ain't got to live with it. So, like, be very cautious when you give people advice. You know what I'm saying? Like, I hear these parents telling these kids the craziest things. It's like. You don't even like what you're doing. You hate your life. Why do you want your kid to follow and do what you're doing? Just because you make 60 grand a year and you ain't suffering too bad, you hate your life. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's something I'm like, man, like, do not follow your parents. And I'm, you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, disclaimer, I'm not saying disobey your parents. I'm not saying not to listen to them. I'm not saying your parents are wrong. I'm not saying, keyword, I am not saying not to listen to your parents, okay? I don't want anybody commenting, yeah, Christian said I don't have to listen to you because you don't know everything. No, I'm not saying that. Your parents know a lot. And every year I get older, I start to realize, and every person would tell you this, your parents are a lot smarter than you think. You know what I'm saying? Like, when you're 16, you're like, my parents are the dumbest people in the world. But then when you're 60, you're like, man, my parents are actually pretty smart. And that's how I feel. Like, I look back on them like, I see where they're coming from, and they did a great job. I, I really do think that, you know, but it took me until the age of, like, 21 to be like, okay, I kind of see how my parents are, you know. They knew what they are talking about, right? But also, I was right, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I give credit where credit is due, but I was, I told my, I tell my parents all the time, if I would listen to you, I would have never got invested in real estate. I never would have bought a house young. I never would have gotten a personal development. I would have never joined network marketing companies. I would have never traveled and did with the stuff I did. I would never, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's so many things. Like, I never would have invested in crypto. I never would have invested in stocks. I never would have started working out because you guys never told me to do none of it. You, know, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, you guys did not tell me to go read Rich Dad Poor Dad. You did not. You see what I'm saying? So you didn't tell me to go work out because none of no people. I can't. How many people in my family work out? Yeah, none of them. I'm like the only person in my intermediate family. Actually, my whole family that I know that works out three times a week, two, three times a week, and consistently. And no one told me to do that. So if I was just a product of my my parents and my and my family, and I just did everything my family did, I would not be in the shape I am now and feel the way I feel now. See what I'm saying? Like, if I would have listened to my parents, I would have not have bought a house at 19. Because my dad, when I told my dad I was investing in real estate, you know what he told me? I love you, dad. Um, and there's no shade. You know what I'm saying? Respect all the way, right? He was like, well, he told me a story of one of his friends that was investing in real estate and how he went to go collect his rent one day and got shot and baze, baze. And I'm like, oh, God, here we go. Right? So he gave me that point of view. And to be honest, like, I never, ever, ever, like, had that concern. And, you know, there's some areas I was working in Detroit that were shady. But, like, you know, I always had that, you know, that pocket rocket on me. You know what I'm saying? That Draco, that a Wen Perico, that shooter. You know what I'm saying? So I always had something on me, so I wasn't really worried. But now, like, my dad put that in my head. I'm like, I'm really worried. Like, shoot. 
You know, and my tenant, am I going to walk in one day and my tenant's going to put a bag over my head and beat me up and kill me? And, you know what I'm saying? Put me in the basement. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, now I'm thinking about it because he gave me that negative thought. And guess what? If I would have had all those negative thoughts in the beginning at 19, I never would have bought a house. So when I take action a lot, I don't tell people. Because I don't, I, don't I don't want no naysayer being, what about this? What about that? Like, bruh, like I tell everybody in my life. When you want, if you want to give me advice or criticism, give me the good, the bad, and the ugly. Give me the pros and the cons. Don't just give me the negative, okay? I can figure out the negative. I know investing in real estate is risky. Uh, duh, duh. You know what I'm saying? But give me the pros and cons. Like, give me, tell me in a vibe. Like, watch out for this. Like, that's another thing. Like I was, like, I meant to say about the whole parenting is like, you are advisors. You're like financial advisors, like, hey, in life, you're going to deal with this and that. You're going to have an option to work for somebody, start your own business. See what I'm saying? You don't just tell your kids, go work for somebody and get a job. See what I'm saying? You, son, you can have a chance to get married or not. Like, you don't have to get married. You know what I'm saying? There's like, parents are so hard, bro. My kid didn't get married. Like, is that what you want or is that what your kid want? Oh, I want kids. You didn't give me any grandkids. Did your did you, did does your son want kids? Does your daughter want kids? Like, like, you know what I'm saying? Don't put that type of stress on people, man. Life's too short. You see what I'm saying? Like, if you want, if you want grandkids, like, go talk to the other your other children that, you know, make it happen. Like, but if one of your kids don't want to do it, don't make them feel bad because they didn't get married or because they didn't have kids or because they didn't go to college. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I go to these families' events and like, you know what I'm saying? People want to brag, like, well, me. Me, me and my wife went to college and our kids went to college and it's like great you guys are broken depressed and in debt like I don't want to be you like I'm going to Mexico for a week like I'm I'm not I don't want to be you guys you see what I'm saying like I don't want to be like y'all so it's like don't judge people you know what I'm saying same thing for us entrepreneurs and us crazy ones in the family we can't go to these family events and judge you know all of them be like you guys are working for fiat currency dude like you guys are slaves to the system. Wake up, man. Do these shrooms. Like, get out of the matrix. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to be that guy. Be like, dude, passive income. Network marketing. You don't want to be, you know what I'm saying? You don't want to be that guy. Like, oh, you could be a millionaire. Like, do you. You know what I'm saying? And understand that you got to do you and your family's got to do them. Like, you may want to be successful. You may want an eight-pack. You may want a Ferrari, a big house. You may want to change the world. In a huge way But not everybody in your family wants to So knowing that Figure out who has similar goals And mindsets like you And talk to them Talk to your cousin or your sister Or your aunt or your mom or dad That thinks like you And the ones that are different from you Just try to avoid them But be nice and respectful Okay And cut the communication Do not let your mom, dad Crazy people in your life call you and take over your life. Like I was, uh, I was uh, with my boy today, and his dad calls him, and he's snapping, like cussing up a storm. And I'm dying laughing, and like, you know, I've been working on my friend. We, you know, I've been coaching him, and like, he he came from a crazy Italian family, right? Lebanese, Lebanese and Italian family. So it's like, 
everybody in his family yells at the highest, you know, at the high pitch. You know, I love him. They're, I've known him since I was freaking eight, you know what I'm saying? So I'm not talking smack. I love you guys, if you know who I'm talking about, right? So it's like, he came from a crazy family. And, like, I remember today, like, when his dad was snapping, right, he just, like, didn't say nothing. And his dad was like, yeah, so, like, you see what I'm saying? Like, he didn't jump right back into it because I kind of told him, like, bro, you got to learn to, like, control your emotion, like, Yes, you come from two people who yell a lot, who are, you know, they got a lot of sauce, a lot of Italian sauce, you know what I'm saying? But you don't got to be yelling like them all the time, you know what I'm saying? You can speak to people normally, like, in, in traffic. We're still working on traffic because he does snap like his dad because it's funny. I've driven with both and they the same way. I'm going to freaking kill this guy. No, I love it. It makes me laugh. But, like, I'm trying to say, like, dude, you don't have to, like, you know, react the same way as your parents. And that's the that's another thing. That's another thing you got to understand is that you, right, you have the same DNA as your parents, right? So you have chromosomes, half from your mom, half from your dad. So you have characteristics of both parents. So... Like, when I hear people say, I hate my parents, like, kind of stupid because, like, that means you hate yourself. That's like a pear saying, I hate the pear tree. Like, I hate you. Like, dude, you came from the pear tree. You are the pear tree. If it wasn't for the pear tree, you wouldn't be here. You know what I'm saying? So, like, you got to understand, like, you have ha part of your dad, part of your mom in you. Don't matter. I don't care where, what. Every human on this planet got a little bit of their mama, a little bit of their daddy in them. Okay? Not a little bit, a lot. But you see what I'm saying? So knowing this, if your dad had, had an alcoholic problem, it's in your DNA. This is not me, folks. This is science, okay? Go read the books. Bruce Lipton, um, Joe Dispenza, you know, Charles Darwin, uh, you know what I'm saying, Tesla, Edison. Like, go read their works about DNA, the double helix, like, you have characteristic of your parents. DNA, it flows through you, okay? So, and guess what? Not only you got DNA of your parents, you got DNA of their parents and their parents and their parents. So you have many different stuff flowing through you, all right? So knowing this, you got to know yourself. So one thing I had to readjust my mind is, look, every person needs to know their parents now you don't need to know but it would help to know your parents and know what their weaknesses are and their strengths are because you have a good chance of probably having the same weakness or the same strengths or vice versa right so like for me for example um i look like my father but I have an attitude and more personality like my mom, the stubbornness, the kind of like cutthroat, like, you know what I'm saying? I'm just playing. And so, but you see what I'm saying? Like, you got to realize, like, for me, like, I'm one of those people, like, I kind of lose stuff sometimes. Like, I kind of just, like, I got in way in control of it, but I kind of lose stuff. And that's, you know, me and my dad are kind of like that. You know what I'm saying? And, like, even as I get older, like, people are like, you walk just like your dad. You look like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you start to do things like one parent or the other, right? And, like, when you see, like, oh, I don't like my dad because he's like this. Like, be careful. 
you may have that same characteristic in you, right? My mom's like this. My mom's like that. Like, be careful because you may be a mom. You may be just as strict as your mom, if not worse. You see what I'm saying? So, like, when you look at your parents, understand that you guys are, too, you know, you're you're from them. They're not just some aliens, you know, that have nothing to do with you. Like, they are you. You know what I'm saying? Vice versa. Like, parents, the kids are you. Okay? You created them. So when you be, I don't know these demon child. I don't know who raised you. Like those are your kids, okay? They're acting like you or your ancestors or your spouses. Like they're acting like your spouse or their ancestors. So that's another thing when it comes to mating. Like oh my goodness, and having kids. This is something no one told me, and I gotta put it on this podcast. Watch who you mate with. It's important, okay? I can go into detail on the DNA thing, but I'm not trying to go into that and bore everybody. But go read, like I said, go read books on DNA. Read like 50, 10 books on DNA. And you'll see like, okay, I see what Christian talking about. Okay, because I, I did it. That's why I'm talking about DNA, right? So it's very, very important to know who you came from, what their weaknesses and strengths are. Okay, look at Tiger Woods. Okay, look at Tiger Woods and his dad. Trained him, had the skills. You see what I'm saying? Kobe and his dad had the skills. You know what I'm saying? Mayweather and his father and his family. DNA. See what I'm saying? Like uh, the football players. Uh, what's the two guys? The guy who look, look, his head looks like a fishbowl. Um, dang it, on the Broncos. And the NFL helped him win because really Cam should have won that year because they were whooping butt and they're almost undefeated. Uh, Tebow? Tim Tebow? No, not Tim Tebow. What's the name? Yeah, Eli Manning and Peyton Manning. You're right, right. You see what I'm saying? Their dad was in football. They're in football. It's in their DNA. You see what I'm saying? You know, a lot of football players, like, their dads were football. You see what I'm saying? Like, so DNA is important. Now, let me put my disclaimer for all those negative Nancys out there. I'm not saying DNA is everything, which you can change your DNA, but we'll get to that later. But, you see what I'm saying? Like, DNA isn't everything, but it is an important enough factor to pay attention to. Okay, so like if you have a temper, you probably got that from your mom or your dad or your grandpa or your grandpa. You see what I'm saying? So like knowing that you need to control your temper. Okay, so once you know like who you're from, where you came from, the pros and the cons, you be like, okay, you know, our family, we we have a problem. Like we love, you know, having kids. We love reproducing. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? All the guys in my family got like 12 kids, multiple wives. Like, okay, I got to control my sex urge because in our family we have a crazy sex urge you see what i'm saying like certain things you'll know you know what i'm saying you start to figure out okay i gotta make these changes in my life right so i just want to put that out there all right to the next point all right hope i'm keeping you guys interested i know you're loving the content all right patience okay being patient you gotta be patient with family and there's something i notice um with humans we are more patient with strangers and friends than we are with our family. You know what I'm saying? Like, your boy will be late and you won't yell at him. Or your girlfriend, they'll be late, you won't yell at him. But it's like, when is your sister or your brother late? You're like, let's go, let's go. I got You know what I'm saying? Like, why are you like that? Oh, because it's your family and you feel like you can just talk to them any way you want. Wrong. I don't like that philosophy and I think that should change. You should treat your family better than your friends. You see what I'm saying? Like... In business, like, you, you shouldn't, like, oh, because it's my mom and dad, mom and pa shop, I can come in whenever and I can do whatever and, you know, 
it was whatever. No, dude, if it's your mom and dad's business, if it's a family business, you need to be doing the best because it's for your family. Why would you rip off your family? Go rip off somebody else's family. No, I'm just joking. Don't rip off nobody's family. But you see what I'm saying? Like, don't abuse your family, dude. Don't abuse the people that love you, that look like you, that you guys share the same DNA. Don't do that. Treat them well. So if you're going to be patient with your friends or strangers, be patient with your family. Be patient with your, your wife. Your You know what I'm saying? Be patient with your husband. Be patient with your kids. Don't treat your kids like some slow, like you're talking, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I don't like that. But then when you, you with someone else's kids, you're treating them good. Like, I never understood that with humans. Like, you, it's like, it's dumb. It's like, it goes against like Darwinism. All evolution. Like, like, how are you supposed to evolve? Like, you're going to treat your kids worse? You are, you know what I'm saying? Like, just imagine a bird having kids. They got all these little tweet tweets. Yeah, little, 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 little chicks around. And then she's like, the mama bird stepping on them, spitting at them, cussing them out. And then she flies to another nest and she's so nice to them. And she's feeding the other, you know, the other uh, the other birds, offsprings and, and chicks. Like, no, like, you'd be like, that bird crazy. But us humans, we do that all the time. You know what I'm saying? Like, they buy better gifts for their, their cousins and, and nephews and nieces than their own kids. Oh, you don't deserve it, man. You live in my house and you don't need, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, that's not right. At least in my book. Maybe I'm wrong. You know what I'm saying? So be patient, okay, with your loved ones, all right? And also be patient because you know them more. You should know your mom and dad and your brothers and sisters by now. You should know what makes them tick. You should know that they have mood swings. You should know what gets them mad. Like, you should know, oh, mom and, mom's on her craziness. I need to chill, and I need to not really, like, deal with her. I need to, like, you know, this is one of them times where mom's snapping. She's going through it. So I need to be patient with her and love her, right? You know, we shouldn't be arguing with the same people for 40, 30, 20 years, 10 years on the same thing. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we got to evolve and get better, you know, in my opinion, when it comes to that, all right? Another thing about parents, family, the whole nine yards. Do not just trust family. I can't tell you how many stories and how many times I talk to people, man, and I hear an uncle, an aunt. A, a, a grandparent did something disgustingly evil to someone else in the family. If it was, if it could be from rape to ripping them off to sexual abuse to lying to stealing to like you know opening credit lines in people's name. Like just because they're your family, man, just don't trust them. Like you see, what I'm saying, trust no man. Trust yourself. Like you see, what I'm saying, like obviously, you know. You're supposed to trust your family but like have people earn trust don't just give it out like yeah with your family you should have a little bit more trust with them but don't blindly trust them and just start businesses businesses with your family just on you know word of mouth and, and don't have no paperwork oh it's my uncle oh it's my family i don't need to get you know what i'm saying like you know oh i just leave the kids with my uncle you know what i'm saying like no dude watch them Talk to your kids. Make sure that your uncle or your family, your aunt, your sister, you know, ain't beating your kids, ain't 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 touching them. Ain't you know what I'm saying? Like be responsible. Because when something bad happens to your kids or to somebody under your responsibility, then you be like, Well, I didn't know my uncle was gonna do that to you. I didn't know your mom you know, your mom or your dad or your sister or your your uncle or your brother, or you, you know. I didn't know they're gonna touch you. They don't matter that you didn't know. It's your responsibility as a parent to protect the children. Alright And vice versa Like even if it's not your 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 child 
and you see some or you feel like, man, maybe I should watch Uncle Bob when he's around my nephews because he, he, he getting a little bit too close to him. You know what I'm saying? Like, see what I'm saying? Like, be on top of this stuff, folks. Once again, just because they're your family don't mean you got to trust everything about them, okay? Trust me. And in business, I highly suggest do not try to do business with family. And if you do, just get ready for one day it's going to end and get ready to be abused, okay? Now, there are some family businesses out there that work in harmony, but uh, not all of them. And I would, I would guess to say not most of them. So be cautious of that. All right. Just because they're family don't mean they love you. Don't mean they always have the best plans for you. Right. There's people out here. Their family are getting them whacked. There's cousins robbing cousins. There's cousins shooting cousins. There's brothers sleeping with, you know, other brothers. wives. Like, you see what I'm saying? Like, there's a whole bunch of craziness going out here. And people are like, well, I never thought my brother was sleeping with my wife. You know, like, yeah. Hello. It's possible, dude. Like, don't just because it's your brother don't mean something like that can't happen. And you guys know what I'm talking about. I ain't making this stuff up. You guys lived long enough and heard enough and seen enough and see how families treated each other. So knowing that, be smart. So if I was to tell my son, hey, don't don't just trust me. Don't just trust your mom. Don't just trust your uncle. Like if something seems wrong to you, it's probably wrong, son. You know what I'm saying? You know, like if your uncle wants to shout, you know, like you see what I'm saying? Like. I'm not trying to get too graphic because some people really been through this pain and it, it's a sensitive topic, but, like, I'm serious. Like, pay attention to, you know what I'm saying? Don't just blindly trust, okay? I think I made that very clear, right? And then another thing I was trying to say is be understanding, okay? Like, like be like, okay, like, my nephew may be messed up because, like, his mom was on drugs and the dad was never in his life. So sometimes in family, you got to be a little patient with certain people, all right? Some people are slower than others. Some people are smarter. Some people are better with money than others. Some people are, you know, not so good with money. But don't judge a part of your family because one makes money, because one doesn't, because, you know, one comes, you know, to Thanksgiving. They bring a lot of food and they dress well. Like, I don't think we should have those vibes in family. And it's sad when that happens, you know what I'm saying? And divorce, that's another thing. Don't get, when it comes to divorce, in my opinion, which I'm I'm going through some stuff right now, it's kind of weird. Like, I'm not going through a divorce, but some thoughts, some things are going on in my family. It's interesting is, I would highly suggest don't pick sides. You know what I'm saying? Like, love each side. And, you know, obviously, like for me, I, I give more love to the mo most innocent side. Like, if one side of my family, if, if one parent is beating the other, like, bro, yeah, I'm going to love you, but I'm not about to, like, treat you like a saint. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to help out the other person that got bruises and a broken leg because of you. You know what I'm saying? But I, I would highly suggest not hating and completely cutting that person off like your family. Like, even though that person is messed up in the head, is on drugs or whatever, like, love them, be understanding. You know what I'm saying? Don't enable them. Be there for them. Talk to them. Give them chances. You see what I'm saying? Like, if you have, for those people who have people in their family on drugs, you know what I'm saying? One, like I said before, be patient with them. Don't just, don't just believe everything and don't just trust them. And also be understanding with them and try to help them. You know what I'm saying? Don't just give them money. Give them a, a, a way to work for the money. And be honest with them. Be like, Jack, you're doing heroin. You're going to die one day. You're going to OD and die one day. 
Do you want kids? Is this what you want for your life? Is this what you really want? You see what I'm saying? Like, you got to stop doing this drug. Like, have these conversations. Don't just, uh, you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, don't every time you see them be like, you need to get off drugs, you piece of shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't be that guy either. You know what I'm saying? So, like, find that balance of, like, warning them that they're doing something wrong, but at the same time loving them. As I learned in Landmark, you got to love people, right? Because you have an option. You can either love people or you can judge them and, and try to be right and have them live life the way you want it to be, okay? Because if one of somebody in your family wants to do heroin all the time and do some type of drug all the time, and I'm sorry, I'm not trying to be insensitive to anybody who's going through that in their life. I'm just saying that because that's probably, you know, things that a lot of people are going through. But, like, for the people who are going through that, like, you don't just want to hate them. Okay, you see what I'm saying? Like, you don't just want to exile them. Because that happened in my family. I'm like, dude, that's not exile them. Because now you're pushing them more towards the drugs. You're pushing them more towards the world. Like, that person is looking at us like, oh, the only people I have left to love me is my family. And if you turn your back on them, they're going to go back to the drugs, go back to the world, go back to the hood, back to the trap house, back to the, you know, the pimp, back to, the, you know what I'm saying? Don't do that. Don't always judge them. And, 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 and family, like, pull people aside. Like, don't call people out in front of the whole family. If you got a problem with somebody, pull them aside, take them outside, go smoke a wood outside. No, I'm just playing. You know, go go take them outside, talk to them, take them to the bathroom. Like, hey, man, you know, I had a problem. You know what I'm saying? No, in the middle of the dinner table in front of everybody, in front of the living room, in front of all the kids and nephews and nieces. You know what I'm saying? Don't just call people out like, handle your business outside. You know what I'm saying? If you have financial problems, like, you don't need to have the whole family know. Like, talk to the people in the family that can help you. You're struggling with money. Call the people who got money in your family and help you. Don't call your whole family and tell them. Once again, like, understand, like, some people in your family love you. Some people don't. Like, I, I know it sounds crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, some people in your family have good intentions for you, and some people don't. So keep that in mind, folks. So I hope I addressed enough points about family, how to deal with it. I'll probably do another recording on this, but... This is something that I've been dealing with lately, and I think, like, man, people need to know this, like, how to deal with family, how to, like, relate with them, you know, how to understand that some people are givers and takers, some people in your family love you, and understand that, hey, parents, they they try to do their best, they didn't purposely mean to, to self-sabotage your life, you know what I'm saying, they didn't purposely mean to make your life hell on earth, they were really trying to do their best to make sure you live your best life and live a good life. So keep that in mind and don't hate them. You know what I'm saying? Like, in this new year, 2019, let go of all the grudges against your parents, your mom, your dad, your sister, your uncle. Let it go. Life's too short. You know, you simply tell them what you did was wrong. I hated it. I was pissed at you. I was angry. But I forgive you. I let go. And I'm going to pray for you. And I hope life gets better for you. And I'm done. I released it. Like, you cannot let what somebody did to you one time and drag it on through your whole life and let it ruin you. Like, you see what I'm saying? Like, you can do that, but what, what What good does it do for you? Like, that person ain't suffering. That person messed you up, touched you inappropriately, cussed you out. Like, whatever they did to hurt you, and then they moved on. You see what I'm saying? Like, you sh don't be a victim and and live in that vibration and, and wake up every morning, every day, thinking about, the stuff that happened to you that your family did that you're pissed that your parents did that your uncle did you see what i'm saying 
Learn to let that stuff go. Forgive them, not for their sake, but for your own sake so you can live your life. So I hope at the end of this podcast, I gave you guys a few points, a few ideas, a few different ways to look at things that I definitely would do. And these are these are things that I would tell my son about life, about family for him to live his best life. Right. And I only say son because, you know. I'm not a sexist, you know, for my daughter too, right? You know what I'm saying? Somebody said it to me, you say him too much. You're a sexist. You're always saying guy. I'm like, okay. Sorry. Didn't mean to offend you. You know what I'm saying? I love females. Trust me. I love them. So, um, so in conclusion, guys, please, when it comes to family, be patient. Be understanding. Understand you can't trust everybody. Okay? Understanding that you are like your parents and you should figure out you know, your strength and weaknesses of your parents and, you know, tell yourself, you know, there's a 50-50 chance I might be like this person, so I should watch out for, you know, whatever negative characteristics they have and work on their strengths. Like, if you realize there's a strength in your family and something, sports, music, whatever, work on that strength. Develop that, right? You know what I'm saying? And um, understand that there are people in your life, I mean, in your family, who are givers and takers. All right. And understand that you don't have to be cool with every single person in your family. Okay. You can keep a distance with those and keep a little high and by conversation with those people who get under your skin. And you'll know because your third chakra point, your solar plexus, right? The blue one, you know what I'm saying? Your stomach will start turning when you talk to them or like, you know, you know you're not supposed to talk to them because every time you talk to them, you get in a fight. Or right after you feel like you lost energy or you feel more depressed about life. Like, you don't got to keep those relationships alive. Like, cut them down. Cut the conversation down from two minutes. When someone calls you and they want to complain about their life for an hour, an hour or two, like, cut it. Like, I, when my sisters and all these people call me, like, I don't, I used to just try to debate with them, go back. Now I'm just like, mm-hmm, I, I hear you. Listen, sis, I love you. Hope it all works out. I got to go. I got another. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't stay around to hear all the BS and then fight with them. And then you give them their opinion. And, and then you guys are going back and forth. And then after the call, you're stressed out. And you, you're fighting with your sister. You're like, you don't need that. Sometimes you just listen. And like, mm-hmm, I hear you. I love you. And then you go on with your day just to keep that relationship alive. Because, to be honest, you're not going to 100% agree with everybody in your family. And not everybody in your family is going to like you. And not everybody in the family is going to agree with all the decisions you make. You know what I'm saying? So you, you can't be butthurt, you know what I'm saying, when that happens. You got to understand there's going to be people that you just because they're in your family, you're going to think and act. And some of them you won't get along with. All right? So this is Christian again. I hope you had a phenomenal time listening to this podcast and if this podcast added value to you please do me a favor and share it with someone else who may get some value all right so this is christian your host and i am checking out have a amazing day guys and please remember family is amazing like i have some of the best times with my family some of the best memories and I also have some of the worst times. This is of the best memories with my family. So it's up to you. All right. Like Henry Ford said, whether the man thinketh he can or he can't either way, he's correct. If you think your family is horrible and you'll never get along with them and it's the worst thing that ever happened to you, that's the reality you're going to create for yourself. But if you believe and you are working towards an outcome and you're, 
and your thoughts are of positive, a loving family where everybody loves each other. Everybody lets each, you know what I'm saying? We share, we're giving, you know what I'm saying? We're giving, you know what I'm saying? If you have that and you hold that vibe, you could, you could be that person in that family that changes things. Like, that's me. Like, I purposely want to change the way my family has been operating. Like, I want us getting together other than on Thanksgiving and Christmas. So when I so on Christmas I'm like, hey guys, let's get together once a month. You know what I'm saying? Nephews and nieces, let's hang out. Let hey, everybody, let's make sure we we support each other and we go to each other's events. Okay, let's make sure to go to our nephews' games, our nieces' games. Let's go, you know what I'm saying? Like, let's 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 act like a team, like a like a family. Let's help each other out. And if things are not going the way you want, make some suggestions with love you know what i'm saying like sometimes on these podcasts i put out this vibe but whenever you're doing things with people and and um and with family put out that positive vibe you know what i'm saying but hey guys i know you know same thing with the drug he's like you know dealing with people and your problems in your life and your family like do it with love and peace you know you don't want to you know don't be like me and come in yelling and in too much sauce and yeah we need to change you know what i'm saying because people don't react like they don't react good when people act like that so the energy you put out is what you're going to get back in so be careful on the energy you put out with your family and make sure that you you have a positive mental attitude when it comes to your family because you're going to need them and they're important and also one last point your family is not only the people that share your last name okay they could be people you grew up with from the beginning. Like, I got people I call family and we don't look alike, but they're my family. You see what I'm saying? So, that's another thing. Just because even if you don't know your mom, dad, or, or anybody, you can still have a family. It's not just bloodline, okay? We're all humans here. At some point, we are all related. Go back thousands and thousands of years. You see what I'm saying? So, don't get, like, you see what I'm saying? Like, Every other human here, you related to them, bro. Like, you see what I'm saying? It's like like a monkey. Think about monkeys, like apes. Like, you guys are friends, so you don't be killing each other. Like, you see what I'm saying? Like, same thing with humans. Like, other humans, that's that's your family, man. It's just a very extended, 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 extended family. You see what I'm saying? And that's how I look at all humans. Asians, whites, Mexicans, like, black, everybody. Like, I, you're all my brothers and sisters. You know what I'm saying? And that's how we should look. Like, I'm not into, like, oh, I only care about me and my family. Like, dude, if we lived in a world if everybody just cared about me and your family, when then we just got a whole bunch of families fighting. See what I'm saying? You got the Rockefeller family fighting the four. Like, no, you want it. We are all the same family, the human race family, okay? And there's 7.5 billion of us or whatever. And we should all love each other and look at it from that point of view. Because when you look at that family, you're not so quick to say, I'm a nuke you. I'm a nuke you. I'm going to send a missile to you. Because, like, oh, no, those are my those are my Arab family members. You see what I'm saying? Like, those are my, you know what I'm saying? Like, those are my North Korean family. You see what I'm saying? Like, that's how we got to look at it. You know what I'm saying? We Forget what the news and the TV shows and all that. Forget what everybody else told you. We're all related. That's science, DNA. Scientists will tell you that. We're all related. We're all homo sapiens. All right? So. Like I said, if this podcast added value, please like, share, and subscribe, and let your other friends know. And also, guys, what I'm going to do to incentivize you folks to listen up and to share is, like, if you share, I'm probably give away T-shirts, hoodies, 
other things like that and money and prizes so like the thousand the per my 1000 listener or my 10,000 listener or my 1 million dollar listener like we'll give away prizes gift cards money and things like that to spice it up so i'll let you guys know when we add that in and incorporate that to the business and uh, we'll go from there all right thank you guys again and have a blessed day christian out Thank you for listening to today's podcast. And before you go anywhere, I just need one quick favor from you. Please, if you could make a $1 donation or four quarters, 10 dimes, 20 nickels, right? Not that much money to the our podcast. That would help a lot. It will go a long way. What we will do is this money will allow us to hire editors, put out better uh, copywriting market out the podcast other people hire graphic design uh, graphic design artists for different logos and things of that nature right all the boring stuff so you can get this phenomenal product that you are getting right now so if you could do that that'd be greatly appreciated and one last thing if you got any type of value today please tell just one or two people in your network about this podcast healthy wealthy happy this is your host christian shabby and i am out of here.